when you look around at what's going on in all of the world, everywhere, with the chaotic, blended mindsets and the demonic influence, I would submit to you that it's a progression of selfish, disobedient family leadership that started all of this sin, whereas Adam and his position as a husband in the Garden of Eden was and is guilty as charged unless he repented. God gave Adam the authority in the garden before God even formed Eve. And with that said, today's men, period, whether husbands, fathers, or grandfathers as well, unless change happens, are just as responsible here in 2023 as when God put Adam in charge after he created him. Well, hello and welcome to the program, everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Now, last time out, we revisited some of the knowledge that all followers of Christ must understand about the distractions that the world continues to place before us with frivolous temptations, and when focused on, they will cause us to disregard our purpose in this life, and sin will rule over us. Let's take a look at Genesis chapter 2, verses 8 through 9. Verse 8 says, The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And verse 9, And out of the ground the Lord made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Here God calls out two specific trees. Verse 9, he says, The tree of life was also in the midst of of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now just think about that statement. He made every tree pleasant to the sight and good for food. God is saying to Adam, you choose. Both are available. Both trees are available, but with consequences. But let's move on to verse 15 where verse 15 says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in that day you eat of it, you shall surely die. So I know some are saying right now, okay, Neil, this is so elementary. Everyone pretty much understands all of what you're talking about. And I would agree with you to a certain extent. But I am convinced that the majority of the church doesn't understand the magnitude of how all this life we're living in today 
with this chaos, foolishness, and madness is directly being played out as planned by God. So, with that said, I would submit to you the initial man, Adam, and the part he played with his disobedience to the one that gave him life is still going on in 2023. Adam was created before his helpmate was Eve. Adam was given a paradise to live in, and along with that came responsibilities to maintain it. He dropped the ball, you could say, and here we are today. Leadership hasn't changed much. Look how the Lord continues in verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper, comparable to him. Comparable. Did you get that? Now, here's where it gets interesting. Man's reproductive capabilities are introduced. Verse 21, And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib, which the Lord had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. Now the stage is set. Remember the plan of God is to have, get this, to have his bride and wife-to-be. Here's where it, the plan, is headed, and that would be a bride without spot or wrinkle. Ephesians 5.27 tells us about it where Paul says, He has given himself Jesus so that he can present the church as his radiant bride, unstained, unwrinkled, and unblemished, completely free from all impurity, holy and innocent before him. You see, folks, it's God's plan that way. Now, back in Genesis 2.9, God said the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden. Folks, there was two trees in the garden. Adam was told this before Eve was even created. The tree of life is Jesus. And Adam had it, had it right in front of him in his face. You see, Christ has always been right in front of us, waiting for us to surrender. You see, the tree of life in 2023 is the same. It is Jesus. Now, in the Bible, Jesus multiple times told the people to eat my body and drink my blood. The tree of life, friends, is the Word of God. So that brings us to asking, why can't we eat from the tree of knowledge? Now, the scientists would have a good argument, you might say. But first of all, God said, don't eat from that tree. But some would say, it's the knowledge of good and evil, Neil. Isn't that a good thing? You see, God wants his bride to obey his command. No means no. God determines what is good for man. 
Look in Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, But first and foremost, importantly seek, aim, and strive after his God's kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So, my friends, here we are in 2023 and still eating from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God was telling Adam that he, God, will make that determination between good and evil, not Adam and Eve. Here's the sad part of the story. Where was Adam when Eve started eating the fruit that was off limits? Maybe he was thinking, huh, happy wife, happy life. So Adam let her do as she pleased. Years ago, one of my mentors taught a message for Christian men to observe, titled the message, Guide, Guard, and Govern. Now, sadly, most Christian men today are not seeking the intimacy that they are commanded to seek with God in order to first guide and direct their families, or for that matter, their own lives as well. Men are to be examples of Christ. This is the position God requires men to operate in. Anything else is disobedience. Now, husbands, fathers, or any other man, for that matter, is they are commanded by God to lead by example. No cutting corners here. You're being watched by your wife, your children, and anybody else, for that matter. We are to feed our spirit by devouring Jesus. I love how the message puts it in John chapter 6, verse 54. The message says, But Jesus didn't give an inch. Only insofar as you eat and drink flesh and blood, the flesh and blood of the Son of Man, do you have life within you. The one who brings a hearty appetite to this eating and drinking has eternal life and will be fit and ready for the final day. My flesh is real my, and the food, and my blood is real drink. By eating my flesh and drinking my blood, you enter into me, and I into you. In the same way that fully alive Father sent me here, and I live because of him. So the one who makes a meal of me, Jesus, lives because of me. This is the bread from heaven. Your ancestors ate bread and later died. Whoever eats this bread will live always. Well, folks, we'll stop right now for today, and we'll pick it up next time with the responsibilities of men. I say, Let's pray. Father God, we just come before you humble today, Lord. We just ask mercy on us, Lord. 
We pray that everything that we think or that we do, we pray that we would bring you the glory, Father God. You have created each and every person on planet Earth in your image. We give you the glory for all of it, as you've been so good to us, Lord. Unlike what mankind has done in their sinful ways, Lord, you still love us. You came for us, Lord. We thank you and praise you and love you. And Lord Jesus, we just ask that you would guide us, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, that he would counsel us and teach us what needs to be taught. And we do this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, folks, we will continue next time on this same course. And until next time, God bless you. I'm Neil Parks.